G'day, g'day everyone. Welcome to the Chasing Travels podcast, where you can hear about all things travel, conservation, wild adventures, and anything and everything else in between. I'm Alicia, a full-time eco-traveler with a passion to inspire and teach others about this big, wide world that we live in. And I'll be chatting to people from all over the globe who will share their stories and get you excited and pumped up to get out there. All right, guys, let's get chasing. Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Travels podcast. I am recording again from the car, so this is going to be my new thing whilst traveling. The car seems to be the best place to record, although I've just heard the local bar turn it up. So if you hear some yahooing in the background, I apologize, but maybe you know whatever song that they are playing. We are at a place called Left of Field, which is about... Uh, an hour's drive northwest of Hobart in Tasmania, Australia. And it's just a little private campground. He's got chooks running around. There's some nice fireplaces going. And he runs his own little bar and said that if there's enough people interested, there might even be a band. So I'm going to get this underway before that all kicks off. Happy Tuesday to those listening today when it comes out. Happy days to whenever you are listening to it. And again, thank you to everyone that is tuning in and listening to the show. So I wanted to give a little bit of an update on what we've been up to. So we've been in Tassie now for two weeks. For those that aren't up with the Aussie lingo and slang, Tassie is Tasmania. So that tiny little state in the bottom of Australia. Um, We are traveling around and we've just met up with 16 other family and friends. So they're all family and friends from Brisbane and they're all hiring vans and we're in our little car and caravan. So it's going to be an action-packed three weeks of adventure. Um, There's a full-on itinerary planned but we're very excited. So up until now, we've been just hanging around Hobart. Um, If you are thinking to come to Tasmania or maybe you've been, you can go on a little trip down memory lane. I highly recommend going to some of these places. We've just really loved hanging out in the city and we're not normally city people, but Hobart is so beautiful. It's actually the second oldest city in Australia after Sydney. Very old buildings, very quaint feel super chill everyone's just really friendly it's it's surrounded by mountains and water the ocean and and rivers it's cold so i don't know if that makes a city more exciting if it's cold compared to if it's hot and stinky there's some amazing markets there the salamanca markets which by the way are eco-friendly they have all plastic free food vendors and i noticed that there were bins everywhere to dispose of your biodegradable products which is really something um, exciting for myself eco-minded leash over here a walk along the wharf is great you can see all the boats coming in and and um, cashing in on on their catch you can do a trip up Mount Wellington. So Mount Wellington is the big old mountain behind Hobart. It's uh, 1,200 meters above sea level. And if it's going to snow near Hobart, that's where you're going to see it. So it was actually predicted the other night. Um, I do believe that they got a dusting, but we didn't see it ourselves. But according to Facebook, it snowed up there. Now, out of Hobart, we've also visited Hewenville, 
which is beautiful. It's right on a river. It's in a valley. And we did some jet boating down there, which is super cool. So if you're heading down there, I do recommend the Huonville Huon Valley jet boat or Huonville jet boat. I do recommend that. And then also down in Huonville, you've got the Willie Smith apple shed. This apple orchid actually started in the 1800s and it's been passed down family to family, generation generation after generation. So I think the guy that's running it now, it was his great, great, great granddad or maybe one more great that actually started the orchid. But over time, it's just gotten bigger and bigger. It's an organic apple orchid and now they have cider, they have spirits, they have an amazing restaurant there that you can enjoy some some food. It's very much farm to plate. Um, taste some of their local brews and look out over the Huon Valley up into the mountains and kick back. Kick back for a, a nice day of sunshine in Tasmania. And then a little bit further out, we went to Mariah Island. So Mariah Island was uh, about an hour's drive east of Hobart to a place called Tribana. And then you jump on a boat for about half an hour to this little island, which is now a national park. So the traditional owners of the land, they're thought to have been there about 40,000 years ago. And then in 1852, 50 convicts were sent there for hard labor. So these guys were the ones that, you know, they stole two loaves of bread. They didn't just steal one. And they got sent down to this Mariah Island to, to really be punished. I mean, it's a beautiful island. I would probably be pretty stoked if I got sent there. And then from the 1880s to now, it's been used for many things from beer to concrete making. It's been bought to graze sheep on the land. And then in 1972, it became a national park, um, which is obviously great. And now it's covered in wombats, paddy melons, Cape Barren geese, and they've even released some Tassie devils there as an insurance population. So in other words, if the Tassie devils go extinct on mainland Tasmania, they have this insurance population kind of succeeding over on Mariah Island, which then they'll do an introductory program back onto mainland. So you can cruise over there on the boat. You can actually take your tent and your backpack and camp there overnight. Although they've said that there's some ghosts there. So if you believe in ghosts, um, you might not want to stay on the haunted island. We didn't stay over there. We just hired bikes, which is amazing. Definitely better than walking. You can get a lot further on a push bike, cruise around there. And it, you know, you, you, cruising past beaches to then up into a mountain, looking over fossilized cliffs and then down into valleys where there's little freshwater streams running and you're almost running over the wombats. So loads of wombats there, loads of wildlife, absolutely loved it. It was freezing. And then we just cruised back to Hobart. So that's been our two weeks in Tassie, what we've been up to. And if you guys like, I'd like to keep updating you with all our travels so far because I mean, I'm sitting here recording it in the car and just sort of reminiscing on, on what we've done in the last two weeks. And the next thing I wanted to talk about today was an update for last month. So last month's episode number 22, I did six ways to help the planet. 
And a little um, thing that I decided to do after recording that was for everyone that shared the episode, I would plant a tree. So we got quite a few shares um, and I donated some money to the Monropo Conservation Park and one of the rangers there, shout out to Ranger Woodsy, she planted some seedlings of the native hibiscus. So the importance of creating or the importance of the reveg there in the Monropo Conservation Park is to keep a dark beach for the loggerhead turtles. So if you've listened to my previous episodes, you would know that that's where I've spent quite a bit of time working and volunteering. It's where I've just spent the summer working with the loggerhead turtles. If this is your first time tuning in, then I'll keep it short and you can go back to my loggerhead um, podcast. But basically, turtles love the dark. Turtles dig the dark. That's the campaign that the Queensland Parks have uh, come up with and what we're trying to do is to reveg the area so that we can create a nice dark beach for our mama turtles to come up and lay so they don't feel threatened they feel safe and then also for our little hatchlings to ensure that they run in the right direction because they are attracted to light so light pollution is a problem so to all those that listened and shared that podcast i appreciate you guys the turtles will appreciate you guys and if you're ever in monropo then you'll see some native hibiscus and potentially that was one that you helped get planted so that's pretty easy just a share of the show and a tree was planted i don't know about you but i love that um, and also a couple of weeks ago, I asked on my Instagram what you guys wanted to hear out of these three options. It was what we've done, weird things seen, and five things for a road trip. But I dive straight in and just did five things for a road trip. Then I looked at the poll on the Instagram and you guys voted that you wanted to hear five weirdest things or just weirdest things that we have seen. But it got me thinking, well, what's weird to you might not be weird to me and what's weird to me might not be weird to you like what is your weird so I asked my partner and we came up with a couple of things that we thought okay this might be interesting Uh, so if you do find any of these weird then please let me know if you don't find it weird and that's completely normal then I would love to know that too because hey you know what we're all interested in different things right and anything goes we're all here doing what we're doing so the first thing that came to my mind was painted cows yep in a little town called Shepparton in Victoria Australia there are 90 cows from Nemo to Spider-Man a tourist cow to a cowboy cow um, these moving art pieces yes that's what it's called moving art um, there is 90 painted cows all around the town and basically it started in 1999 as a Christmas cow display and everyone loved it so much so they just kept painting these cows so there's just statues of cows all through this city and you just go up and you can have a little selfie with it that obviously fake cows it's statues not a real cow um, yeah it's super cool I'll, I'll put some photos up on my Instagram so if you guys are interested in in seeing some of them we we took some photos with them otherwise just google painted cows moving art Shepparton Victoria another thing that happened the other day that we thought was quite weird we had a coffee so Kel got up and made us some coffees for the morning and when we came on this trip we opened up our caravan to do the clean out and we'd had it closed up for uh, nine months so before that nine months we were working out at a place called Carnarvon Gorge which is in central Queensland not Carnarvon in western Australia Carnarvon Gorge central Queensland 
I was working as a tour guide and Kel was doing the parks management there. And basically we were 300 kilometers from the nearest town. So we would stock up in town with things like milk and flour and, and sugar so we could do cooking, veggies, this sort of thing. Anyway, we do our big, big bulk shop. So when we came back from Carnarvon Gorge, we closed up the caravan and under the bed we had left a box of some long life milk. So we drink soy milk and we thought, oh, okay, yep, perfect. We don't need to buy any milk for a little while, but they were out of date. Now, Kel and I both aren't too keen on throwing food out. We said, well, you know, it is long life soy milk, so she'll be right. So we're making our coffees and we noticed that there was quite a few chunks coming out in our coffees. And sorry if you're drinking a coffee while listening to this, but we were having chunky coffee. So then we thought, okay, we have a tea strainer. You know, we make our our cup of tea with the strainer thing. You put the tea leaves in and dip it in there. So we thought, all right, we'll run the coffee through the strainer or better yet, let's just pour the milk through the strainer so we can collect all the chunks. Still tastes the same. Anyway, we got through about six cartons. It was the very last one and Kel poured it into her coffee and it was basically like a volcano molten lava explosion in the cup. Yeah, that one went down the drain and we we made a fresh one there. But anyway, we thought that was kind of weird. Probably not something that happens every day. But, you know, moral of the story there is... You can drink long life soy milk for a little bit longer than the use by date. Two more things that I thought were were weird. This is something that you would probably only come across while you're out traveling, especially traveling in a caravan or a van. To my grandma, if you're listening, we got this name from you, the old whiz bang doors. So what's a whiz bang door? If you're camped next to a van that's got a door that opens on the side and goes bang, and then they need to go to the toilet, bang and then they come back bang so whiz bang doors and they start at three o'clock in the morning all through the night and maybe right through to three o'clock in the morning again so whiz bang doors a little bit of a weird thing that happened while you're traveling but you get used to it after a while and as i said at the start of the show we've got nine of them eight or nine of them now traveling with us and they're all parked either side of our caravan. So we're going to be getting used to the whiz-bang doors. And finally, something weird that happened to us when we first left this trip. We drove for eight hours from Brisbane and we got to our little free camp or council park camp, whatever it was. Open the door, ready to open the chairs and crack a beverage. Oh, the caravan is wet. So what's going on here? We look at the bench. It's all covered in water. And basically what had happened is um, something has rattled along and bumped the tap in our caravan. And the tap was running all day. We don't know if it was running for eight hours, if it was running for an hour. Who knows? But it drained the tank into the caravan. We had water seeping out everywhere. Carpet was all wet. And we just looked at each other going, what in the world? Like, this doesn't happen. How do we get around this one? So certainly not something that you hear of every day and a little bit of a, a weird situation for us. So for those that ask for weird things seen, that's the best I've got for you. I don't know. What's weird? Is it weird that there's chickens running around here at the moment and I picked one up before? Is it weird that I'm wearing socks and thongs? What's weird? Let me know. What's weird for you? And finally, I want to ask you guys a question. I'm making a playlist for our road trip and we've traveled 
quite a lot. We're very thankful that we've been able to travel quite a lot. And you know what? You get over your playlist on Spotify. So we want some new tunes and I'm putting it out to you guys. I would love for you to share with me your favorite song that you put on when you start your road trip. Um, If you've got a favorite two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or if you've got a whole playlist, I want to hear it and I want to put them all together and create a big Chasing Travels podcast. So if you'd like to be a part of that, I would love your songs, your favorite road trip songs. Guys, a bit of a mix mash for you today. And until next week, stay good, be happy, get outside and enjoy life. Alrighty guys, that's a wrap for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you got any value from this, you learned something or maybe you laughed just a little bit, Hit the subscribe button, share it on your socials, and make sure that you tag me, Alicia Petrie. That's it from me. See you next week. Have a ripper day and get out there and get chasing.